but I have specific times for specific tasks in order to optimize the efficiency of, of my work. What's the solution for me? For example, in the mornings, I don't do any meetings. Another important thing about setting priorities is about expectations. How do you handle expectations? Like unplan things that I will need to do and have a specific slot for that, that I don't know if that will happen or not, but if it doesn't better, if it happens, it's planned. Welcome to the new Tech Lead Podcast. We help you to be more confident leaders by avoiding the traps of inexperience and gain perspectives from leaders in tech, unlike theoretical videos. I appreciate you are here today. Let us bring more leadership skills to the business. Let's roll the interview. Welcome to our today's episode. Today, our guest is Francisco Alcaba. Francisco is a machine learning operations lead at Adidas, founder of a Web3 startup, Madrid community lead and guild lead for Polygon Technology. For those who do not know who you are, can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yes. As you said, I'm the machine learning operations lead at Adidas for almost a year now. And my world background is around machine learning and how to productionize machine learning models. And also in my free time, I have a Web3 startup, but like if you don't know what is Web3, it's about blockchain technologies. And also I have a community of also Web3 for Polygon technologies, which we do events, hackathons, workshops, and so on for people in the local communities in Spain, especially Madrid, for people to get started. That sounds amazing. There's so much on your plate. And when I looked at your LinkedIn profile, I was like, oof, there's so many roles you're playing in your life and juggling so many things. What if we talk about priority as a topic? So we both decided after discussing that our today's topic is priority. And I would like to start with what means priority for you and how do you define priority? For me, priorities is an important matter to, to handle uh, when you have too many different things doing in parallel, like working in your day-to-day -day job, having a startup and also doing community events. If we need to prioritize, it's about when is the right time to prioritize a specific task and when is the right time to do it. Thanks so much. There are so many people struggling with priority and this specific to everyone because we all have only to have 24 hours per day to focus and think what we are doing with our time. So looking at our, your 24 hours, what do you do waking up? Is there a specific procedure with so many things, career and business-wise on your plate? Yeah, I usually like to plan in advance uh, what are my priorities for, for the week. So every Sunday in the evening, I always like to think about keeping all the things I have to do, for example, in my day-to-day -day job in Adidas or my Web3 startup or the community lead. Uh, what are the top things I have to accomplish this week, but can also be uh, objectively uh, account, um, accountant for, for the results, right? So uh, that's in, I don't have to put like, very ambitious objectives for a week because it's only a week. So I really need to also have good measurements and metrics of how I delivered my objectives for this week. And 
uh, which time do I uh, put in for the different objectives. And every day uh, on that week, I take a look on what is the progress. If there is some blocking situation, something I need to extend for the next week or uh, any situation I need to handle specifically and plan accordingly for the next day. It's always about planning ahead of in the short term for day to day and in the like more like midterm in week to week uh, prioritization. So I was hearing uh, to sum it up on your Sundays, you prioritize and make time to actually structure your next week. And then there's a specific slot you allocate every day to reiterate um, on your status, how far you are, if you need to adjust some things for the upcoming days. How are you facing ad hoc topics coming up, which you didn't schedule or didn't plan ahead? Is there a specific blocker you take time for, or how does that work with your schedule? It really depends on, on the blocker situation. I usually have a, a slot for each day or each week of uh, uncertain things that can happen every week, like unplanned things that I will need to do and have a specific slot for that, that I don't know if that will happen or not, but if it doesn't better, if it happens, it's planned to have some time, time for that. That sounds really, really structured. So moving, moving back to the core, why do you feel priority is such an important topic for you? Yeah, I think setting priorities in the right way is fundamental for me in order to deliver results in all the different areas I I work and not only about priorities because also like, yes, priorities are very important, but you, you don't work alone, right, in this journey. So you always need to collaborate with different people, different teams, different companies. This really adapts to how do you set your priorities and also Another important thing about setting priorities is about expectations. How do you handle expectations, right? When you are working with other people, even if you are working with a different department of your company, or if you need to contact a provider or collaborate with a provider for your company, how do you handle this, right? Uh, how do you set expectation? And this is like very important also when setting up these priorities. What I really like about what you are saying is to connect the priority with the focus and setting expectations. I feel there's a real power in this. What else comes up when we take priority focus up together in that pot and set it up together with expectations? Yeah, basically, um, you, when you have the expectations also in place, when setting up the priorities, it really uh, mess ups like, uh, what kind of output or results should people expect from you in a specific week of your work or, or a day? And also how to plan ahead for for these different priorities in the long term, right? Mm -hmm. uh, given your objectives in the long term or the midterm, how do you plan these objectives based on priorities and also setting up the expectations? So I think like uh, setting up these expectations in the first place is like the most important thing mm -hmm. when you start working with someone or a new objective. If things about the expectation is clear, are clear for the people you're working with, uh, it's 
not all only benefits you by working on your objectives, but also the other people working with you, as they know what to expect, right? And what's the right way to collaborate with you? Because also expectations are very important. Um, how do you prioritize also as well? But also this has a big impact also on how do you communicate, right? If you schedule meetings all the time to talk with people or to deliver results, you are not going to deliver basically any kind of value mm -hmm. because you are just talking with people. Mm -hmm. So it's also about identifying what kind of output can you give on how do you plan your time based on the kind of collaboration you need to do. Uh, do you need to collaborate with people or do you need to inform people? Depending on that, it's mm -hmm. very important to, to understand how do you communicate with people. Let's say, for example, if you need just to inform about something you did or put off a result, everything can be solved just sending an email to someone, right? Or to another team. You need to schedule a call. I would love to emphasize on that, Fran. So imagine a day without prioritizing and without expectation setting and a, a typical work day of yours without these two, no expectation setting and no priorities. How would such a day look like in your life? Yes, when I started my startup, I faced this issue of how do I manage to like working day to day in my job, but also managing a startup. This was very, very challenging at the time. And I guess my days were complete chaos in that sense of I just was used to just work on my day in Adidas and that's it, right? And my planning ahead was like not very uh, well done. Like I just woke up, check my emails, what I had to do. I have some task planning done, but nothing too specific. Uh, I have a ton of meetings all spread across the day. And also need to deliver my architecture designs and implementations. And was very not very straightforward to do because you have very split time to do different things. So at the end, I could deliver, but I could deliver much faster and in, with much better quality if I plan ahead. Okay. So I'm hearing a lot of efficiency. But what I really want to pin you down towards was what's stuck in my head right now was this word chaos. For me, chaos is something that you will always have. So in some way or another, you when you are dealing with people and working with different people, you will always have chaos around because you don't know the schedule for other people or how these people also work. What are their strengths? or how they, they usually work is also things to, to have in mind when you are trying to work with someone, how do they work and how they don't. This chaos is in some way managed in, you know, for me through proper scheduling. Like for example, at the beginning, I really have my schedule completely split across the day. Like for example, uh, 30 minutes meeting at 10 a.m., another one of one hour at 11 a.m., another one at 1 p.m. So I, I have like a lot of meetings in different times and, and in the in-betweens, I had to do my actual work. And in, in my case, it's very technical. So you need to focus, you know, to deliver the, the results you need to do. For me, the big change on this 
matter was about reassessing how I do I schedule meetings with people. And for example, uh, booking some time slot in your day only for meetings was the solution for me. For example, in the mornings, I don't do any meetings. I do only do focus work. And afternoon, in the afternoons, after I have lunch, I can have all the meetings we want. But I have specific times for specific tasks in order to optimize the efficiency of, of my work. Is there a reason you choose to not have meetings in the big morning? I the most productive in the mornings. So when I need to focus the most, I just take a coffee in the morning and go for my focus work, like coding or building whatever I need to do. And I leave for the afternoons, uh, more like collaborative work about uh, meetings and different topics not related to focus work. That is so interesting and exciting because in most company cultures I have experienced, there's not such a thing. There is deliberately focus hours to take, but it's not specific to a dedicated high productivity schema. Or and, and what I want to say is meetings are all over the place in the mornings, midday, afternoon, late afternoon, even sometimes evening. And I like to consider this productivity space and really prioritize when is your most efficiency or, or golden hour of efficiency and think about it and then plan your day accordingly. Yes. I mean, being realistic, you can't always have all the meetings in the afternoon. Like, you also need to work with other people. And also people, most of the time, are not used to this kind of a schema or, or they just put meetings whenever they can, basically. So sometimes you can just avoid having a meeting in the morning. But it's about prioritizing that you want to have meetings in the afternoon. Also letting other people to know that, please schedule my meetings in the afternoon. Right. And yes, direct communication and honest communication with people also like sets the right expectation and prioritization. Now, moving back to chaos again, a lot of people I'm working with as a coach are new to leadership and new to leader in tech. And when they describe their first 90 days in one word, it's chaos. Taking your experience, and what a lot of individuals present to me as their experience, is there something you could give them along the way why priority is so important for leaders? Because I feel you have one of the recipes which might work for leaders who are new to this. A lot of tasks, a lot of problems, and managing your time correctly and in a wise manner. Yeah, yeah. For me at the beginning, was also chaos. But then I, I understood that being a manager doesn't mean do everything, right? And by being a manager is also delegate responsibilities in the people you trust, right? So in order to do that, uh, first, you need to know yourself. What, what are your actual strengths in what you are uh, very good doing? Like you're very good at the technical stuff, then focus on that as a manager. You are very good in communicating, working with other people, collaboration, focus on that. And when you are a manager, you are usually working with, you have different people in your team and also understanding what are the strengths of your team? What 
people is best on and how do they like to work. Understanding these different points will help you a lot while delegating work to people in your team because being a manager is about delegating and also growing the people in your team, right? Uh, understanding these points will uh, greatly help you to not only be more efficient in your manager role, but also help your team to deliver better results in the, in the midterm. I love your connection between priority and delegation. And I feel a lot of individuals struggle, especially with first priority, because they are used to take responsibility for a lot of things and therefore prioritize a lot of them and are not used to as much to delegation as you need to get used to as manager. So when it came to becoming a tech lead for you, what were the focus areas which you said, these are the areas I prioritized on now, and these are the things I'm happy with delegating quickly? When I work as a tech lead, my, one of my biggest strengths is the technical part. I'm uh, very good in designing architectures, doing implementation work, coding. Uh, I'm really good on that and also understanding how something will impact like other teams, for example, right? So understanding these, these points of what are your strengths really help me on what is my role as a tech lead, right? Because there are different kinds of work that a tech lead could do. Uh, one can focus more on in the technical part, being more closely working with teams, what are the technical needs, but also there are like different tech leads that like to work more close to the business, but by understanding what are the business needs that uh, some team or area needs and providing that to the team in a clear way, right? So understanding these different ways of working as a tech lead, like really help me prioritize my work and when to delegate to other people, this kind of work. Like for example, in my case, I noticed that yes, I'm very good in the technical part, the business part, I'm not bad, I'm good, but there is people that can do better than me. So why try to really put too much effort to deliver the same results as someone that is uh, very strong on that area and just let myself focus on what I can provide most value that other people don't, right? That uh, was very important for me. Sounds to me like a very mature assessment of your capabilities and a very mature leadership decision of yours to actually outsource the things where you have the perception others might be better or even you can take the most out of your team in order to make you more full. Yeah, definitely. In that sense, um, really changed the way I work. Uh, when I started in my role, I was just, yes, the technical part, I like doing coding, that's it, right? And when uh, so I started getting more responsibilities and you know, needed to deliver more high-level results, I was struggling a lot with this. Like, wow, I'm trying to deliver value on something that I don't know how to do it, uh, to provide the, the right output, right? So it's always good to ask for help. Like, don't try to let your egos beat you, 
it's always to collaborate with people, talk with other managers or other tech leads that are working with you, understand what are their strengths, because also um, a big part of knowing how to delegate is about making connections with people, understanding people, um, how they are, uh, what they like, how they work, will change everything. Will change how do you, who do you need to contact in order to solve a specific problem, how to delegate, who to delegate. Uh, it was life-changing for me. So with that in mind, what kind of perspective would you like to give new managers see different in the priority? Because I love the hands-on guidance, the strategy and the tips. But I feel even that is too much to grasp. There's so much you said as nuggets, priority in relationship, priority in time management, priority in your tasks, um, decide for the slots within weeks, um, either on specific days or try to go for your most productive times. And you know, after a specific time, when did you study the most effectively? When do you work? most effectively on your own and in teams, um, set, set priorities, set bloggers, set focus times um, where it is manageable to do so. And then in the next step, we decided to, to talk about the chaos which came into your life as a new leader and how you accomplished structure in that. And then we moved forward, moving into an assessment of your skills and you where you as a leader stepped up and decided this is where I'm good at. And in your case, it was tech coding and all the architecture areas, whereas you decided on the business management topics to give away to other team, team members. And I love the maturity level that you were open to talk about it and actually gave away that priority and trusting in the team members to take that role within your team. Because I feel it takes a lot of vulnerability to actually state that you have the feeling that someone else in your team is better at some things you're referring to and then give this away to individuals. So if you just start out as a new manager, what perspective would you like to give new managers see different in or around the topic priorities and priority settings? Yes, like starting as a manager can be overwhelming at the beginning. So I really recommend first, uh, know yourself, uh, focus on understanding how do you work? Um, who do you work with? What kind of people are these people you work with? with what is your team? What are the strengths of your team? Uh, which areas or people or companies do you work with and how they like to operate and first I will start like asking questions ask as many questions as you as you can as a manager like um, how do I work with and make an structure like mind map for example of what uh, the kind of work I do is the best way to provide value to my company or uh, my area or my other manager Etc. And once you know what are your strengths, what are your team strengths, um, how do you work with other people, 
think about ways to give these people the most value as possible by delegating and asking for help to the people that can are in that you in some ways because there is always always people that is better than you in in different topics right so yes better ask these people then instead of trying to do maybe yourself um a fiber right and yeah that's basically the the first thing to do also like with just as a manager you will be overwhelmed with meetings so also try to set up the expectations of what kind of meetings do you like to attend which meetings do you don't want to attend which meetings do you want to just send an email an elaborated email and that's it for me like uh when to do this for me this was also a big change on my time man management that really helped me to improve my uh, my results and it's about understanding when to attend a meeting and when to just send an email for example if it's just informative just send an email if people just need to know about something or about some result just send an email if you need to collaborate with someone or make some collaboration agreement whatever yes set up a meetup uh yeah a meet call or whatever right but if not everything can be solved with an email and most people like doesn't like lately to use email they just like hey yes chat right uh let's open the chat and talk for 20 minutes 15 minutes but i seen that as a manager that's a waste of time most of the time because you are wasting a lot of time and your time is very precious when you're a manager as you can work in uh, you are working in a more broad way with different areas or different teams you need to prioritize so you need to also know how to interact with people i would love to leave our discussion in that and give you one final setup imagine you're on a stage Fran. And there's an audience full of chaos because chaos really resonated with me along our whole episode for today. I would invite you to end our session and our today's episode thinking about you being on stage with the audience full of chaos seating in the front row. So the stage is yours, friend. Yeah, chaos is always present. You will always have to deal with it. You will always have to deal with people maybe you don't like to work with or doesn't work properly but it's your responsibility to be accountable for that and be also the most important thing for me could be know yourself know the people you work with and based on that establish a way to interact with these people that would be my my last thought Thank you so much for joining our today's episode. Thank you, Marvin, for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the New Tech Lead podcast. This interview was presented to you by Marvin and the New Tech Lead production team. Special thanks to our guest and interview partner. Follow us for more podcasts, check us out on LinkedIn, or visit our website, newtechlead.com. Happy learning and leading. Cheers.